Hello and welcome. Hi. It's been a minute or two, maybe five, maybe ten. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, um, it's been a little bit. And um, I don't really feel the need to justify it, to be quite honest. I was going to do this like whole episode about like um, not being a slave to productivity and like if you can sincerely give yourself time then why not? Um, I'm not a machine, I am but a human. And then I was like, nah, <laughs> no, I don't need feel the need to apologise for it, I don't feel the need to um, justify it either, so I'm not going to. Um, yeah, I appreciate that folks out there um, may have missed the podcast. Um, I really appreciate that. Like, it warms my little heart, just the fact that someone may have, have missed my silly little podcast. Um, yeah, so it's nice to be recording and just chatting my shit, really. <laughs> um... I've got some more guests lined up for you and I can't wait to share those with you but um, I definitely wanted to touch base before um, I put those ones out there too. So hello! <laughs> I have not died, I am still alive and well, more importantly. <laughs> I wanted to talk about today, this evening, I wanted to talk about um, something that's been on my mind a lot this year, in the midst of everything else. And what's funny is, I don't think I talk about this subject very much in my life, which is funny, because it's about my body, yaddy, 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 uh, <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> oh, I make me chuckle. Um, yeah, it's about uh, my body and bodies in general, but more so on my body because that's really the only body I can speak on because it's the one that I live in. It's the one that I have the most experience of. So um, I'm going to talk about my body. I fucking love that song, by the way. Shout out to Meg Stallion. That's my version of her little noise. I know I can't do it very well, but I can't help. It's like my my body does it without me like having much control over it. Anyway, could move on. So, um. I think, well, okay, I'm going to start with this. Recently, and like really recently, I discovered that I got a wish come true. And my wish was, my wish was to put on weight, which given my, like, the age that I come from, the age of um, supreme skinniness and friggin' heroin chic, or whatever the fuck it was called, um, yeah, I, I've i been wanting to put on weight for a little while actually, for the last 
couple of years and I was finding it really difficult. Um, I wasn't really putting that much effort into it, but um, I'm someone who who is, I, I can just eat a lot. And yeah, I wasn't really putting on much weight and some and people have their opinions on that uh, and they're entitled to them. But anyway, um, me personally, yeah, I wanted to put on a bit of weight and I was finding it a bit difficult. And there were points where it was, it was kind of, it was kind of fucking with me and it was actually getting me a little bit down and I had to just kind of, I didn't have to, but I just like at the time was just like, you know, get over it. It'll eventually happen or it won't. And, um, and yeah, quarantine, quarantine allowed me to put on the weight, like, like we literally put on the weight that I wanted. And I'm really happy about that. Um, initially though, like when I first found out, like, I, one, I don't really weigh myself because what do I need that information for? Um, and so basically my brother bought this fancy set of scales because he wanted to weigh himself. And um, I just so happened to pass him when he was like trying them out. And I was like, oh, let me jump on. And I jumped on and I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Okay. And then I was like in this like, for a good like, almost a week I was just in a state of shock maybe a bit of like disbelief as well like surprised too for sure so, like surprised uh, yeah I was I was shocked and surprised and it's because I didn't really I didn't really feel any different like you would think that the I mean the weight that I've put on is considerable and in thinking about that, I was like, well, I surely I would have noticed. But then I've I've been in one place for most of the year, if not, I mean, going on it, like, if not a whole year. And all I've done is wear, like, very comfortable, elasticated clothes. <laughs> and most of my wardrobe is oversized anyway. So, yeah, I wasn't really going to tell. It wasn't until again, um, having found out that news, and I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense as to why, like, my leggings feel weird. They don't feel tight, they just feel different. <laughs> leggings feel tight anyway. Um, but yeah, so I just, it was giving myself time to actually recognise that there, there is a difference in my body, and, and then um, allowing myself to, like, feel whatever I was feeling about it. So letting the surprise and the shock kind of like fall to one side or fall away. And then what I actually realized was that I do feel different. I actually feel a lot stronger, like a lot stronger. And I feel healthier. I feel sturdier. I feel more grounded. Um, I love the fact that there's more of me to love. And I had to really take a good, juicy minute to, like, really appreciate where I was at in that moment. Because, like I mentioned, I come from a time where skinny was the thing. And now I'm really glad that we live in, in I get to witness us living in an age where all kinds of bodies are celebrated. Like, all kinds. Like, I love that. I really 
so sincerely love that. I love that we get to celebrate all kinds of bodies and that all kinds of bodies are on show, that people feel able to share their bodies, to show us their bodies, to present and perform with their bodies. I think it's incredible. I think it's absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. And again, like given the, again, going into the context of where I come from, I come from, I come from a people who have very fearful and shameful attitudes towards bodies and growing up from even from being like a little kid I was always under someone's gaze and someone's observation in terms of my body and how it looked and what it did and what it didn't do and what it didn't look like um and that was it was shit it was shit and I'm glad I, I'm genuinely in a position where I can like look back and just be thankful for the fuckery of my past um because I, I carried on my like family's my family's um I kind of went to places where my family's attitudes were still echoing through um I sought relationships that echoed that I sought workplaces and all kinds of things that echoed the same thing where people just felt like they could say whatever they wanted to about my body all the time and I've not I don't I, well I didn't always seek it out either whether that was consciously or subconsciously but I grew up um living in a place where I couldn't walk to my local shop which was on the same street as me wasn't far away um, without someone saying something to me about my body, good, bad, indifferent, or just, just noising me up for some reason. And that also had an effect on me, um, <laughs> that I didn't really realize until, um, I was in therapy like a couple of years ago and we were on unpacking a lot. And then I started to talk about that kind of stuff about how people would react to me and how people would react to my body and things that were said to me as a child um, and as a teenager and and um, yeah <laughs> it had a really interesting knock-on effect but um, yeah and my body has been commented on in all kinds of ways from um, and from all kinds of people and it's What's interesting to me is even though people have said some of the most incredibly beautiful, warm, um, loving, empowering things to me, there has been a tsunami of absolute horror. Like, think of all the things that you never ever want said to you ever have been said to me think of all the insecurities all the things that you that you do not want said to you have no business hearing um no one has any business fucking saying to you in the first place that has been said to me all that stuff has been said to me either to my face behind my back or right next to me and people have acted like i'm also fucking deaf um like i can't hear them and that's yeah like i said it's been shit and 
I love the fact that given all that, given my history, and also like I was self-hating for so long. I I had a real my first my first breakdown happened when I was nine and it was because of how I looked. I woke up one day, like literally just woke up, got out of bed, looked in the mirror, in a full-length mirror, and I decided that day that I was the most putrid thing that had ever lived. And I was so upset because I couldn't believe my family had even let me go out of the house looking the way I did. And I feel like, especially at nine years old, and I recognize this again, just speaking from my experience, um, I recognize it in young girls, young women, young femmes, when they're around that age, which in it, and it start, it, it can start about eight, um, but it kind of really hits in around nine. So between the ages of nine and 11, you're in this real tender spot. And um, yeah, when mine hit me, I just, I just fucking dived. I bombed. I went down a very deep, deep black hole. And yeah, yes, a nine-year-old me knew what the word putrid was. I'd recently discovered what it was. And um, yeah, that day when I looked in the mirror, that's that was the word that came to me. And I was like, yep, that's me. And then I brainwashed myself into believing that I was putrid and that I was disgusting and that I was ugly and um, yeah, all this other stuff. And that I was, and then from then I was on this constant um fucking I was just on this constant misery track and this torture track with my body and wanting to be skinny and yeah it was yeah it was a lot but um so yeah to to go from all that to them being in being a per being a human in their mid 30s that's also I have to remind myself of that sometimes because I don't feel like what what is 30 what is 34 supposed to feel like is it supposed to feel like something I don't know all I know is that I'm living and I'm trying to do it as well as I can <laughs> for me um so as it stands at the moment for me age ain't nothing but a number but again that's something that gets put onto people is like what an age is supposed to feel or look like in a body and then it depends on what you get racialized as, what you get um, gendered as. It's, there's so much. It's so much. It's so much being a body. And this was something that came out through therapy, actually. My therapist said to me, it's actually really quite innocent just being, he was like, no. They said, I must, I imagine it must be quite innocent just being a body. And that really struck me. And I've kind of kept that like with me. It must be so innocent being a body. And funnily enough, I wrote like a really silly, a silly piece that I might share with you later if I'm like still in the mood to share it. But <laughs> it must be quite innocent being a body. So we put all this stuff onto it and into it. And we can sometimes have these wild expectations. And the body's just like, 
just trying to just trying to live it's just trying to get you through your days and your nights it's trying to it's trying to live too and i just i going from the perspectives i've had in the past and then comparing them to like now i love like i'm just in love i'm in love and i'm in awe and i'm in in such appreciation of my body it's it's experienced so much in my 34 years it's gone through a lot. I've put it through a lot. It's it's experienced love and joy and pain and you know it's it's my home basically and it's the house for all my fucking emotions. Um my ancestors live in it too. It's body is wild. It's it's incredible. It's incredibly wild and I love that for it. And that's something I realized as well, that part of the conflict I've experienced in my body is that deep down, like, I think the, the, the best example I can give is no matter what I felt about my body, probably not at like nine years old when I had my first breakdown, but I definitely recall being younger than that, being a, a, like a really young child and just like, I loved being naked. And then that followed me into adulthood. I rediscovered it again when I was a teenager and realized that, yeah, I do. I, I love being naked. And I mean, being a stripper gave me like a different appreciation of my body as well. Like, um, I find it funny sometimes that when, if I'm ever asked about like those days and if I'm ever asked specifically about what it was like to get started, I will say that, um, well, I just tell people how it was, and I was never, I wasn't ever bothered about the naked part, I was never bothered about the dancing part, that stuff I was like, I got this on luck, I can do this, I can be naked, and I can dance, and I can be sexy, um, it was the, it was the talking to people, that's why I was weirded out, but I was like, oh god, what, I, mm, I have to, well that's awkward I have to talk to them what the fuck do I talk to them about and yeah I always think that's funny because people tend to think it would be the other way around maybe but for me it wasn't I was like yeah the nakiness was like yeah got that got that down can do that and then when I realized I had to talk to people I was like oh god what have I done <laughs> yeah so being a dancer and being around other bodies that was a that really empowered me a lot like I had up until that point I'd had a really like I didn't like um my genitalia like really really didn't like it um didn't understand why past partners would ever want to go down on me was just really ashamed of it and it's funny because no one ever outright said that I should be ashamed of it but it was something that was very much learnt from my family and from society and from what I'd experienced as a child um and I learnt yeah I learnt really early on as well that um like things like sexual feelings or pleasurable feelings were to, were shameful and they needed to be hidden away and you couldn't ever 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 admit to it or talk about it um 
but and again it was conflicting because my yeah there were other people <laughs> in my life who got to talk about things in a certain way like sexy things or sexual things but um I wasn't ever to let on that I knew what was going on or that I have my own pleasurable experiences or anything like that um so yeah anyway I've I've just like gone off on a tangent there but um I guess it's just in talking about the body I feel like I can talk about it from so many different like angles like from a sexual angle from um the angle of being gendered as female for the most part even though I don't personally and again this is something I've been thinking a lot about recently and I fully and again all my life I felt this way I I feel both energies present I feel both masculine and I feel both feminine and then I feel neither and I I always feel like a combination of both they are always present in me but um yeah that's still something that's very much rolling around my system and I feel like it's time now to maybe bring it to some loved ones for like a conversation maybe but um yeah that's a different conversation (laughs) I'm really going off on a tangent there but yeah um another thing about my relationship with my body is like it's taught me so much like especially through injury I've had a lot of issues with my spine and my joints and I've lived a lot of my life in pain and I always thought that especially when I was younger I always thought that I had a really great pain threshold because I could accept the pain and then it transpired later on in life that I was just burying the pain um I was accepting it but I wasn't like moving through it I was just like burying it and holding on to it somewhere and I still have to unpack that a lot um still having to unpack that um in various ways but yeah injury has taught me so much about my body and again has given me this this renewed this different perspective on it this this just I have this profound appreciation for my body um I don't deem, I don't, I don't put a, I don't think of its worth in the sense of like how aesthetically pleasing it is to someone else. I don't think about the things I used to think when I was younger, like how pleasing is it, is it, is it to my boyfriend or partner or this group of people that I have to get money from or any of that. Um, And it's probably why I'm not, um, I don't feel like my self-love is is performative either. I've really like withdrawn from that because I sold my performances for dust and I've (laughs) vowed to never do that again. And maybe I'll change my mind as time goes on. Not that I'll change them for dust again, but maybe I will, you know, find the pleasure in performing again. But my self-love is definitely not performative it's very much mine and again I don't feel the need to emulate someone else's self-love or um yeah it's just my self-love isn't performative it's mine and it's me and I don't have 
it's it's my practices and my ways and I don't have to justify or really explain that to people too much um injury has been really humbling as well pain has been really humbling I don't want to keep going on about those because I like I said my body has experienced so much joy and connection and humor like I feel like my body is hilarious it it brings me so much amusement I fucking love it it brings me so much pleasure I love it I love it for all the things and more and it also didn't have to do any of those things I love the fact that I realized that again for me this is my perspective it is my home it is my home in this life experience, in this universe, on this earth, in this time, in this place. This is my home because that was something outside of thinking about bodies. I really tortured myself um, with is this idea of home, this idea of belonging. And now I realize I'm, I'm in this body. This is where I belong. Um, my home is my body. that's yeah that's just how I feel now so this idea of chasing this this idea of home fell away when I accepted that when I realized that um yeah I found so much value in moving my body and cultivating a relationship with it through through again I feel like I can come at it through different angles but um, another thing I found interesting, again, for me, is I, I always do this. So say if I get injured or something's niggling me in my body, I um, will look up the spiritual meaning of it. I'll just Google it real quick. And it either will, like, it will either, like, be spot on or I'm like, nah, that ain't hidden. That doesn't connect. That's not the thing. But, like, 99 percent of the time I'm like fuck and it makes me realize or it really um it affirms what I believe and what I've come to believe through experience is that the body houses so much more and the body I feel like the body does more and is more than we can comprehend it's this house for so much it it reacts to frequencies and has its own frequencies and has its own stories and its own history and not that it's separate from me because I felt that too there's been very there's been times in my life where I felt very separate from my body where I felt like my body wasn't mine at all to the point where like sometimes I would catch myself in a reflection in a mirror and be like oh oh, that's, that's what I look like. That's what this vessel looks like. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Hmm. Or not so interesting. <laughs> um, but it was like almost odd to have these moments of, oh, that that's what you look like, right? Okay, cool. Cool? I don't know. Um, yeah, I just had this, this disassociation with my body for a while. And so it's nice to, yeah, come home, come home to it and just fucking love it and like and I'm looking at like it now like it's goldenness and 
its stretch marks and its veins and its wrinkles and it's fucking great it's so good <laughs> well I'm not, i don't want to say good Ugh, don't like that word i'm getting out of the habit of using that one but it's just so fucking lovable oh i really do like it um i like it a lot yeah um i just have this mad appreciation for my body and i literally wanted to come on and chat about it and that was the other thing i wanted to chat about it because this time of year is like a funny one like back well not even that far back in the day and i'm sure there's fucking magazines and blogs and publications and shit out there that will like maybe talk about this maybe not anymore because i feel like it's not the thing anymore but around this time of year it was always this inevitable like slim down for christmas shit or get in shape for crimbo because you've got to look good because you'd be like socializing a lot and whatever and you'd be on show and um well that ain't it now and also this year has like changed priorities i guess and so i'm i'm kind of curious actually and i would love i would love feedback um as to how folks feel in their bodies what have been your journeys if you would honor me with your stories um they are very welcome please slide into the instagram dms please um be underscore podcast um yeah i definitely want to know how people feel about their bodies especially this year especially this year um i would be really really interested in knowing what where you at with your body is it something that you think about because again like yeah when i was like when i was like yeah scribbling some notes down um i was definitely curious as to like how folks feel about their body because yeah this year's been wild and it's been a lot and a lot a lot and i wonder how that may have or have not affected your relationship with your body or your physical being yeah i'm really curious about that so if you would honor me with those um stories or perspectives um your stories or perspectives then um they are more than welcome um equally if i don't hear from anyone about it <laughs> i get that too um <laughs> yeah i also wanted to like i think i do want to share my silly little piece that i wrote earlier this year it was, i wrote it for a zine and um yeah i quite liked it but um obviously i liked it I'm going to read it to you in a little minute. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, what I'm, like, what I'm struggling to say is, even though there's, like, I felt like I had so much to say on, on, on being a body and having a body, there's i just yeah i just want to like keep going with this with this love and with this appreciation for it and and seeing where it takes me and it's it's mirrored in in how in the relationship that i have with my 
inner self, my whole, like basically the relationship with my whole self, none of it's really separate, body, heart, mind, mind, soul, pardon me, I'm drinking sparkling water and now I'm getting real burpy, um, yeah, it's all, it's all one, it, it makes me whole, and so when I found myself going through like real psychological stuff, I then see how I witness how it's manifested in my physical form. Equally, if I'm going through something um, super intensely emotional, I see how that has a knock-on effect in other areas of my being. Um, And then just further affirms how it's all one. It's just all one. Not to be too much of a reductionist. But yeah, um, also super appreciative of how much of a privilege my body is, because it is, it's a fucking God-blessed, God-gifted privilege, truly, and I, yeah, again, it just, it keeps strengthening the gratitude, um, strengthening it, making it more juicy, opening it up, like, the capacity of gratitude I have for my body is, is quite something, and I am curious as to see how the relationship will continue, and what this gratitude, and love, and wonder will bring, I'm curious, um, definitely curious, but very much enjoying it in its present form, And yeah, given my history, and I feel like a lot of us, a lot of us as humans maybe have that history. I know, you know, we're all different too, but I think maybe, maybe it's part of the journey that we struggle with our bodies growing up or being young. Um, Yeah. Again, I know it's not always the case. We're not all the same. We all have exactly the same stories, and that's wunderbar. Um, don't know if that's a word. <laughs> Just I make up words. <sighs> um, <laughs> right now I'm just proper rambling. Um, please hit me up with um your perspectives or your stories if you feel like it. Um, I'm gonna start rambling. Oh yeah, no, that's what I was talking about before I go. Yeah, the the more I've got, like, yeah, as I've cultivated this relationship with my body, I've made some of the, like, I want to say this, yeah, I've made some of the best decisions I've ever made. One of those, like, the example that comes to mind is when I decided to get myself off of contraception. And again, I get that in some people's um, perspective, that may be a serious privilege. And again, super grateful that I made the decision to come off of it. And I can come off of it. Um, I realised how much, how horrific it was to have my hormones fucked with like that. Um, I truly believe that I wouldn't have been so, my mental health experiences would have been, they clearly would have been different if I wasn't on contraception. Um, But yeah, that was like a real, that was a fucking game changer that felt profound when I came off of contraception and how my body changed so much when I came off of contraception how it actually 
it was like this metamorphosis. It's like I actually became myself again. My body became itself and got to come home to itself and actually got to be itself without being fucked with chemically um, in this really big way. Yeah. Um, other decisions I've made for it as well, like I, I love exercising and I love um, challenging my body and testing it, but I've definitely pushed it way past its edge. I've definitely gone into things thinking it was good for me and then realizing that actually it's just battering my body and it's not, I'm not really getting anything from it other than punishment. And I know that can be a perspective. Some people use exercise as a platform to maybe not be so kind to themselves. Um, but yeah, there were certain things that, yeah, I just realized were just not great for my body. And I wasn't going to just conform to the mass or conform to whatever the thing was at the time and continue with it. Because again, I've had so much injury and pain that I was just like, now I'm not doing it. I can find a different way to challenge myself. I can find um, enjoyment in my practices and in my disciplines. And again, learn so from learn so much from them. Another fucking privilege. Another wonderful set of privileges. But yeah, being this body, being in this body is an absolute treat, I tell you. And uh, yeah, um, it might be really corny to like, share my silly little poem but I'm gonna share it anyway because sometimes I'm a corny motherfucker so I'm just gonna read it it's called being a body <laughs> there is a long hair that grows from my left nipple I used to tweeze it out but now it remains these days I pinch its tip and pluck it like a guitar string plunk plunk plunkity diddly dee dee hee hee <laughs> my body is so musical and fun like actual fun easily found in the bubbles and squeaks of my always unexpected queefs to the dirty chuckle that rumbles from my depths and jiggles my belly peculiar are the claps and quacks of my farts sounding so distinct at the estrangement of my pubic hair I do so enjoy the horror and recoil in another as my shoulder cracks, echoing some discomfort in their face. It must be so innocent just being a body. The amusement it brings me, though, deliciously perverse. Ugh. Thanks for listening to my, <laughs> my, my ramblings. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we're sticking back to regular schedule so you won't get a pod episode from me next Monday but you'll get one the week after so we're back to every two weeks um, thank you for being patient with me thank you for joining me again if you've joined me before um, and if you're new hello, welcome, hi um, yeah I'll be throwing some more out there in, a, in two weeks' time. We'll have a guest with us. Um, yeah, very exciting. Very exciting indeed. Right. Mwah. Take care. Take care of yourself. And as and when you can, take care of others. Mwah.